0: It's Thursday, April 7, 2016.
1: This man has no remorse at all. Coal boss, convicted in deaths of 29 miners, sentenced to just one year in prison.
0: The cost of investing in clean energy now is far cheaper than paying for the consequences of climate change later.
1: Secretary of State John Kerry tells the private sector to pick up the pace on clean energy. BP's $20 billion oil spill settlement, now tax-deductible, plus... We're starting to get it right after so many years of getting it wrong. Good news for salmon and people on the Klamath River in Oregon. I'll
0: take whatever good news I can get. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman.
1: And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand
0: by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment the fact is when we talk about the future of energy we are actually talking about the future of everything well the fact is secretary Kerry, this is only a six minute segment so you're gonna have to pick up the pace this is your green news report Okay, Desi Doyen, finally, some accountability for a coal boss in West Virginia. Emphasis on some accountability.
1: Yep, Don Blankenship, the millionaire coal mining CEO who was convicted four months ago for violating mine safety laws in the 2010 Upper Big Branch mine explosion that killed 29 men. He was sentenced to one year in prison and a $250,000 fine on Wednesday, the maximum allowable under West Virginia law.
0: How is that, the maximum allowable?
1: Because he was convicted only of a misdemeanor of conspiracy to violate mine safety laws, not on the much more serious charges of lying to investigators. What about
0: the more serious charges of murder in this case? 29 men are dead because this guy failed time and time again to follow required safety procedures.
1: That's a question that a lot of people are asking. Tommy Davis, who lost his brother, his son, and his nephew among the 29, reacted to Blankenship's light sentence outside the courtroom. I miss my family. He hugged his, and all he gets is a year if they need to be stricter, more harsh penalties for people like that who puts greed and money over human life. The BP oil spill litigation is finally coming to a close. A federal judge in New Orleans has approved the final legal settlement in the BP oil disaster nearly six years to the day after BP's negligence caused an explosion at its offshore drilling rig that killed 11 men and led to the worst oil spill in U.S. history.
0: Just days after that Upper Big Branch mine disaster that killed 29, involving Don Blankenship.
1: That's right. And while BP gets a much higher bill, nearly all of the estimated $20 billion Dollar settlement will be tax deductible for BP as, quote, an ordinary business expense.
0: Once again, emphasis on some. Accountability. And the question is simply, will we get there fast enough?
1: That was Secretary of State John Kerry telling a gathering of top energy executives this week that the transition away from fossil fuels is underway, but private businesses must step up to accelerate the switch. At the Bloomberg New Energy Finance Summit in New York, Kerry noted that with climate change impacts like droughts and floods already hurting the global economy, clean energy will unleash an economic boom.
0: If we're going to stave off the worst impacts of climate change, we have to accelerate this transition. Government can provide the structure, the incentives, the framework, but it's the private sector. It will ultimately take us to the finish line.
1: Saudi Arabia is already planning ahead for a world without oil. In a major interview with Bloomberg News, Deputy Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman revealed Saudi Arabia plans to diversify its holdings and begin selling shares in Aramco, the kingdom-owned oil company, with the assets going into what will be the world's largest sovereign wealth fund. The ultimate goal? Ending their dependence on oil. Finally, it's a day to reaffirm our shared commitment. to develop a path forward for the largest river restoration in the history of the United States. That was Interior Secretary Sally Jewell at the signing of a landmark agreement on Wednesday that will result in the removal of dams on the Klamath River at the border of California and Oregon. After more than a decade of difficult negotiations and despite obstruction from Congress, Native American tribes, lawmakers, farmers, commercial fishermen, the Interior Department, the governors of California, California and Oregon, and the utility company that owns the dams all have agreed to remove four aging dams starting in 2020, which California Governor Jerry Brown said will start the long process of restoring the Klamath River. The end goal here is the river the fish and the sustainability not for the next election cycle but for eons and thousands of years so that's the significance here we're starting to get it right after so many years of getting it wrong what a beautiful day
0: damn good news indeed thank you very much desi doyan for much more on those stories and the ones we couldn't get to Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman.
1: And I'm Desi Doyan.
0: And this has been your Green News Report.